Chapter 30 Something Bigger Than Yourself A man's job is to make the world a better place to live in, so far as he is able, always remembering the results will be infinitesimal, and to attend to his own soul. Leroy Percy A United States Navy fighter pilot named James Stockdale was shot down in North Vietnam in 1965. As he drifted back down to earth after ejecting from his plane, he spent those few minutes contemplating what awaited him down below. Imprisonment? Certainly. Torture? Likely. Death? Possibly. Who knew how long it would all take, or if he'd ever see his family or home again. But the second Stockdale hit the ground, that contemplation stopped. He wouldn't dare think about himself. See, he had omission. During the Korean War a decade earlier, individual self-preservation showed its ugly side. In the terrible, freezing prison camps of that war, it had very much become every American soldier for himself. Scared to death, the survival instincts of American prisoners of war kicked in so overwhelmingly that they ended up fighting and even killing one another simply to stay alive, rather than fighting against their captors to survive or escape. Stockdale, then, a commander, aware that he would be the highest-ranking Navy power the North Vietnamese had ever captured knew he couldn't do anything about his fate. But as a commanding officer, he could provide leadership and support and direction to his fellow prisoners, who included future Senator John McCain. He could change that situation and not let history repeat itself, this would be his cause, and he would help his men and lead them. Which is exactly what he proceeded to do for more than seven years, two of which were spent wearing leg irons in solitary confinement. Stockdale didn't take his obligation as a commander lightly. He went so far as to attempt suicide at one point, not to end his suffering but to send a message to the guards. Other soldiers in the war effort had given their lives. He would not disgrace them or their sacrifice by allowing himself to be used as a tool against their common cause. He would rather hurt himself than contribute, even against his will, to hurting or undermining others. He proved himself formidable to whatever physical harm his captors threatened him with. But he was human. And he understood that his men were, too. The first thing he did was throw out any idealistic notions about what happens to a soldier when asked to give up information under hours of torture. So he set up a network of support inside the camp, specifically to help soldiers who felt ashamed for having broken under the pressure. We're in this together, he told them. He gave them a watchword to remind them, U.S. unity over self. John McCain in his own cell nearby responded in essentially the same way and was able to endure indescribable torture for the same reasons. Hoping to stain the McCain family's prestigious military legacy and the United States, the Viet Cong repeatedly offered McCain the opportunity to be released and return home. He wouldn't take it. He would not undermine the cause, despite self-interest. He stayed and was tortured by choice. These two men were not zealots for the cause, they certainly had their own doubts about the war in Vietnam. But their cause was their men. They cared about their fellow prisoners and drew great strength by putting their well-being ahead of their own. Hopefully, you will not find yourself in a POW camp anytime soon. But we are in our own tough economic times, in fact, they can sometimes feel downright desperate. You're young, you didn't cause this, it isn't your fault. We all got screwed. This only makes it easier to lose our sense of self, to say nothing of our sense of others. To think, if only privately, 
I don't care about them, I've got to get mine before it's too late. Especially when the leaders in your supposed community make it clear that that is exactly how they feel about you when it comes down to the crunch. But no, ignore that. It is in this moment that we must show the true strength of will within us. A few years ago, in the middle of the financial crisis, the artist and musician Henry Rollins managed to express this deeply human obligation better than millennia of religious doctrine ever have. People are getting a little desperate. People might not show their best elements to you. You must never lower yourself to being a person you don't like. There is no better time than now to have a moral and civic backbone. To have a moral and civic true north. This is a tremendous opportunity for you, a young person, to be heroic. Not that you need to martyr yourself. See, when we focus on others, on helping them or simply providing a good example, our own personal fears and troubles will diminish. With fear or heartache no longer our primary concern, we don't have time for it. Shared purpose gives us strength. The desire to quit or compromise on principles suddenly feels rather selfish when we consider the people who would be affected by that decision. When it comes to obstacles and whatever reactions they provoke, boredom, hatred, frustration, or confusion, just because you feel that way, doesn't mean everyone else does. Sometimes when we are personally stuck with some intractable or impossible problem, one of the best ways to create opportunities or new avenues for movement is to think, if I can't solve this for myself, how can I at least make this better for other people? Take it for granted, for a second, that there is nothing else in it for us, nothing we can do for ourselves. How can we use this situation to benefit others? How can we salvage some good out of this? If not for me. Then for my family or the others I'm leading or those who might later find themselves in a similar situation. What doesn't help anyone is making this all about you, all the time. Why did this happen to me? What am I going to do about this? You'll be shocked by how much of the hopelessness lifts when we reach that conclusion. Because now we have something to do. Like Stockdale, now we have a mission. In the light of blinding futility, we've got marching orders and things that must be done. Stop making it harder on yourself by thinking about I, I, I stop putting that dangerous I in front of events. I did this. I was so smart. I had that. I deserve better than this. No wonder you take losses personally, no wonder you feel so alone. You've inflated your own role and importance. Start thinking, unity over self. We're in this together. Even if we can't carry the load all the way. We're going to take our crack at picking up the heavy end. We're going to be of service to others. Help ourselves by helping them. Becoming better because of it, drawing purpose from it. Whatever you're going through, whatever is holding you down or standing in your way, can be turned into a source of strength, by thinking of people other than yourself. You won't have time to think of your own suffering because there are other people suffering and you're too focused on them. Pride can be broken. Toughness has its limits. But a desire to help. No harshness, no deprivation, no toil should interfere with our empathy toward others. Compassion is always an option. Camaraderie as well. That's a power of the will that can never be taken away, only relinquished. Stop pretending that what you're going through is somehow special or unfair. Whatever trouble you're having, no matter how difficult, is not some unique misfortune picked out especially for you. It just is what it is. 
This kind of myopia is what convinces us, to our own detriment, that we're the center of the universe. When really, there is a world beyond our own personal experience filled with people who have dealt with worse. We're not special or unique simply by virtue of being. We're all, at varying points in our lives, the subject of random and often incomprehensible events. Reminding ourselves of this is another way of being a bit more selfless. You can always remember that a decade earlier, a century earlier, a millennium earlier, someone just like you stood right where you are and felt very similar things, struggling with the very same thoughts. They had no idea that you would exist, but you know that they did. And a century from now, someone will be in your exact same position, once more. Embrace this power, this sense of being part of a larger whole. It is an exhilarating thought. Let it envelop you. We're all just humans, doing the best we can. We're all just trying to survive, and in the process, inch the world forward a little bit. Help your fellow humans thrive and survive, contribute your little bit to the universe before it swallows you up, and be happy with that. Lend a hand to others. Be strong for them, and it will make you stronger.